the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to be here to talk about the Spring Fling movies. This is very fun. They had a pretty good run, I think. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I'm joined today by two friends of the podcast. We have the returning guest, uh, Thaddeus Foster's here. And Thaddeus, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me back on. I had a lot of fun the last time I was on, so I'm really excited to come back. Yeah, and Thaddeus is a patron of ours. So if you're interested, we have actually this next weekend, we have our big event with Mary Lou Henner coming up where she's doing a Q&A just for patrons. So if you're not signed up to be a patron, now's the time, only $2 a month, and you can ask Mary Lou Henner anything that you want, which is pretty cool. So <laughs> take a look at that. But that's not all we have today. We also have Jasmine Hester here. And Jasmine, this is your first time on the podcast. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, everybody. My name is Jasmine. Um, this is my first time. Um, I have been listening to you guys' podcast for a while now. And, you know, it's interacting with all the Heart Monkeys on Twitter. It's just amazing. Um, I'm really excited to be my first time. Hopefully I'm not too nervous. <laughs> I think you'll do great. So yes. what do you... What do you do for your uh, your job, and what got you first started watching Hallmark movies? Let's see. Straight after college, I started working at a bowling alley before COVID hit, so I've been doing the bowling alley thing. <laughs> so I've been having my little alley cast strike from Disney Channel moments here and there. Um, I got the Hallmark about the end of 2018. I was just in... One day just watching Hallmark and, you know, watching all like the Christmas movies. I'm like, I, I found my, I found my love. <laughs> I finally mm-hmm. graduated from Lifetime and moved myself over to the Hallmark universe. And I haven't yeah. left ever since. <laughs> what do you like so much about Hallmark movies? I love how, you know, you can go from like big, t- big cities, you know, to small town. I love how, you know, I love small, t- I, I keep telling my friends, my best friend, like, I just want a Hallmark Live, a small town. My guy, I'm all set. <laughs> yeah. I think we all want that. We all want to live vicariously through Hallmark movies. <laughs> Very good. Well, we're so excited to have you on. And thank you so much for coming on. And we're talking the Spring Fling movies. And it was kind of the last set that we got uh, before COVID, before they had to kind of scramble uh, and it, to get us through to Christmas uh, last year. What did you think this bunch as a group turned out? What do you think, Thaddeus? So I will say first that there weren't any in this group that I like really disliked, unlike the first two, um, you know, sets of movies from this year. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so all of them I, I liked to varying degrees. So, I, I'd say over. So if you go by that, I'd say this has been the strongest section and that I haven't disliked any. What about you, Jasmine? What do you think? I actually kind of agree with that is actually, because I know in some of the winter, um, I like this some here and there, but, you know, getting to like the Valentine, you know, section, I was like, I'm not feeling this, but spring mm-hmm. kind of saved the early 2021 situation yeah, <laughs> of the movie so far. <laughs> Yeah, I'd agree. I liked all of them to varying degrees. There was one that was pretty disappointing we'll talk about, but I didn't hate it. 
so yeah, I, I think it was a pretty strong grouping of movies. So it gives me uh, confidence coming up for summer nights that we'll get, continue to have good movies. Yes, for the, I for agree. The yeah. So, well, let's dive in. Let's talk about them. So the first one was on the 20th of March and it was called Chasing Waterfalls. This is Cindy Busby, Christopher Russell, and writers Jason Bork, Tamara Junkin, and Christopher Wolf is our director. And uh, the summary is photographer Amy travels to a remote lodge to find mythical waterfalls and falls for a handsome guide, Mark. They adventure to find the mystic waterfall and discover their true feelings. <laughs> so, uh, Jasmine, overall, what did you think of this movie? <sighs> It was just the scenery for me. I just like, you know, kind of literally an hour away from Yosemite because I live here in Fresno. So it's like, you know, going to different spots and just trying to, you know, find those hidden treasures, I guess you can say. What about you, Thais? What did you think of this one overall? So I would say that I enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it was fine. Um, I definitely say that it was better than any of like the, you know, I, this is the most I like Cindy Busby since if you compare it to like the 2020 movies and um, if you compared love in the forecast, which had both Cindy Busby and Christopher Russell, although I think they had better chemistry in love in the forecast. Mm. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say it is Cindy Busby's best movie in a long time. And that probably, I mean, I guess I, I liked her Godwink movie. Fine. I enjoyed that. I probably about on the same levels. I enjoyed this. Uh, but the, the, she had a little bit of a rough year with the acquisitions last year. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and so I thought this was definitely better than I expected. I think going into it for sure. Yeah, I forget I'd what I gave the it in the preview. I was, pleasant, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we get another Hallmark photographer. That's yes. That's one of their favorites. One of their favorite yeah. jobs. Love photographers. All of the and whole she was premise. Better. She was a better photographer than in the um, Beverly Hills wedding. At least her finger wasn't in the lens. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and we always say, Jasmine, that Hallmark loves, if they want to make a character like a creative type, they almost always go with photographer. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> It's Candace Cambray in the shoe movie, uh, Amelia Ullerup in her one of hers is a photographer, Mara Patterson's my photographer. I think we have uh, to think of who hasn't been a photographer. I know. Ooh, that is true. Joe Wagner was basically a photographer. She was a, a journalist slash photographer. So yeah, it's a high paying career. Who knew, right? <laughs> Uh-huh. And so, yeah, this this whole premise is pretty bonkers of this movie. The idea that this mythical waterfall is within walking distance from this lodge and nobody has ever found it. Or I guess nobody has ever talked about it. They needed a geo, <laughs> geocache geo uh, to be able to figure it out, figure out where it is. It seems a little crazy. And I didn't understand why Christopher Russell was just like so against people fi- figuring out that it was a real place and and not just a myth. 
you'd think, you know, you'd, you'd attract more people to, that would want to come see it. I mean, people still go to see Niagara Falls and everybody knows it right. is real and, you know, where, where it is. So I didn't so I really understand that. He thought people were going to litter or something like that, but but <laughs> you have some control over that. I mean, if it's really that great. You then... know what? I understand that because majority of his movie he ever plays, Christopher, they've always been like the wildlife preservator yeah. guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, last last year with the, uh, the, the nature. nature of love. Mm-hmm. And also loving the forecast. He was like the farmer guy that wanted to oh, like right. follow nature. He didn't believe in science, which was right. also completely bonkers and made no sense. Like but. You have, it's like you have those um, actors who are like, this is my go-to, like kind of like the actor who plays off a Lifetime holiday movies. He's always based in Alaska playing a different character. It makes no sense, but I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think it helped a lot with this movie, The Little Girl. I thought The Little Girl was so cute and so good. She did a great job. But that also brought up some questions because I wanted to know, like, what time of the year this was supposed to be because she was never in school. (laughs) I mean, I know that she had virtual school, but that's what is what he said. But like, and there were other kids that were there that were like going to like this little kids fun time. And so I didn't understand. So I didn't know, like, when is this movie supposed to be taking place? And then I thought they were playing off the uh, off the pandemic too. Like, oh, she's going to virtual school right now, so she splits yeah. like half the time with me, half the time with her mom. Because I have I had a friend who took her kids up to uh, Oregon, the mountains for a week in the cabin doing homeschool. I was like, any business? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Who knows? I guess she must be homeschooled there at I the guess. cabin or something. I don't know. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that, but I thought. The little girl was good. This is her. Uh, she's done a. She's done a number of Hallmark movies, mm. including most recently in The Angel Tree. Oh, there we go. Yes, I was like, I remember her face. I was like, she's from somewhere. Yeah, she definitely looks familiar. But now, yeah, I, I can remember. Yeah, and she was also in an episode uh, when in the um, 2018 When Calls the Heart Christmas movie. She's in that. She was in Winter's Dream and Love Struck Cafe. She was in. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's a Hallmark pro. She's going way back. Yeah. (laughs) But I thought that she helped a lot because she just, I don't know, she was just so cute. And I thought that Cindy did a good job with her. And then also Mm -hmm. Christopher did, like, it just made them more warm and more appealing. And I thought it, it really helped the movie a lot. Right. And doesn't like Christopher Russell have a daughter about that same age in real life? So I don't know that it's a fact, very, but I, he seems I really natural with that. I think that's right. I think he does. I know he has children. I'm just not sure what the age is. But so then you had Miranda Frigon as the other woman. And I feel like that is just her role. She always plays the other woman. She does the thirsty thing really well yeah. in these movies. I always buy it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she should get to be the lead one time because the yeah. poor thing. She always is the second choice. And there was a little like kind of tween romance for our, our yeah. which was cute. I like that. Yeah, I was running for that. I was like, over here, like, what do you know? I am running for Amy and for Mark, but I'm like, this little romance right here, let's run yeah. for them. Yeah. <laughs> this is really cute. And the whole thing, the whole sequence 
at the waterfalls, I thought was really well done. And I mean, that water, Christy told me in our interview with her that the water was just frigid cold and Mm -hmm. it definitely would have been, uh, I forget when she said this was filmed, but, uh, but that kind of mountain water is really cold. (laughs) So that they did a good job. Uh, with that and it just looked so beautiful and I, yeah, really I really did. yeah I I love open water swimming and so the whole thing was beautiful to me so I enjoyed that yeah but that, that was definitely the star of the movie was the, like the location and the scenery we had a lot of good locations in uh, yeah in in this it's true and the, so then the people at her magazine or whatever it was at the business they use the geocache on the pictures that she sends to find the waterfall, the mythical waterfall. <laughs> I mean, it's not very mythical if you can figure it out through through something like that. Like, yeah, if it was mythical, it, like it wouldn't work. If it's no. if this was, you know. yeah. I mean, and why he is so mad at her about this is kind of ridiculous because obviously, like anybody could have done this. Mm-hmm. But he's so betrayed. It's the betrayal. It's trusting you. Yeah, he gets so upset. And uh, what did you think of the whole scene with the bear? Did you think that was funny? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I like. I don't remember doing this in real life, but I guess it's true. I just sat there laughing on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I would be. I I don't know. I would be completely freaked out. I would be a mess. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think of that scene, Thaddeus? Did you think it was funny? I, I thought it was funny, but I, and I've seen them do the similar things in a, in other movies too. So I guess maybe there is some truth to it. Yeah, maybe I have heard that. But then they he takes her hiking and he has her blindfolded, which I think is a definite way to get your ankle twisted. And sprained. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend hiking blindfold. Oh, but he knows that area like the back of his hands. I'm sure he went through and got up any twigs or, you know, he carefully <laughs> guided her. Yeah. They also do some karaoke. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. And what? I Go was ahead. pleasantly surprised with, um, with that performance. Although I will say... Um, so I heard in another interview that Christopher Russell, like he usually plays either like, is it a, was it a donkey or a lion in his movies? Uh-huh. Like he channels through an animal and he looked like a lion. So I really wanted him to sing if I were the king of the forest from, um, the wizard of Oz. Oh, that would have been funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your, do you have a go-to karaoke song that you... Me personally, yeah. I like to do Nat King Cole songs. Oh, nice. What about you, Jasmine? I am definitely going 99s, early 2000s karaoke moment of pop. Like, you're going to hear me singing, like, some Bashy Boys, a little bit of Britney. Like, we're going to just go all in. <laughs> My go to song is the if they have it to do wide open spaces from dixie chicks it's like right in my range i know i can do it i know the song (laughs) that's my that's my (laughs) go-to but uh, so then she makes everything right and everything is okay and uh they they've fallen in love they fall in love pretty fast 
Yeah, she fell madly in love with him pretty quickly. She even said it to like her her work friend, and I I was a little surprised she said that. But yeah, you know. they've been moving away from the "I love you"s at the end of these kind of movies. You know, I think it's nice to kind of mix it in. You know, because some people do fall in love really quickly. I think it's fine to have it every once in a while, but not yeah. like every movie like they used to. Yeah, yeah, and I was glad that they didn't use the song in this case because the song has nothing to do with anything in this movie <laughs> the chasing yeah, no, not, not i kept thinking the first five minutes like this is not even part of like the movie but yeah. i did have like this kind of like kiss a girl moment when they were on the boat and they had like, the beautiful background i was like just go ahead and kiss her already yeah just do it that was, yeah, that was good i i was afraid that they were going to use the song and then it was going to be so cringeworthy because they used it in the advertising and yeah. it was bad because the, the song is all about don't go chasing waterfalls and they're not talking about waterfalls waterfalls yeah <laughs> oh that was a good choice but how many crowns would you give this one jasmine out of five mm, i will give it a can i do can i do half crowns too mm-hmm. yep <laughs> I see. I want to at least do like a three and a half crown. Like I want to lean to four because like the scenery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. What do you think that is? I'm going to give it an even three. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. I'm going to give it a three. It was, it was enjoyable. I liked it again, better than I thought I would. I'd watch it again, yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Watching it a second time was fine. So I, I wasn't cr- cringing the whole time I was watching it, rewatching it. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll, you know, is three crowns. So then we had next, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. This was on the 27th. This is Talia Ricci, Ryan Pavey, Matthew James Dowden. It's from writer Nina Wyman, who we love, and director Terry Ingram, who was our uh, winning director for the podcast awards. So mm-hmm. that was exciting. And Miranda runs a boot camp for the recently brokenhearted. She begins to form a connection with new client Ben, who is also an undercover reporter, investigating whether her boot camp is a fad or a phenomenon. So overall, Jasmine, what did you think of this one? As I was sitting there watching it, like the first five minutes, I was like, I feel like I've watched this before. A boot camp. Like what like what movie was it? And I thought about it. The perfect bride. I said here, mm-hmm. just the perfect bride, but in like getting over an ex situation. Right. right. That I was yeah. like, okay, it's a whole different take and go undercover. Because, because you know, there are different diets out there, like a fad of, of, you know, broken heart groups. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I liked it. I I liked it better than I, another one I liked better than I expected. I, I think that they actually had pretty good chemistry between the two of them. And also, I, I just thought it explored some of the harder parts about love in ways that were appropriate for a Hallmark movie. And that was refreshing to me. I enjoyed that. Uh, so I, I was pleased with this one. I, I thought it was one of the better movies that we've seen this year. Uh, what did you think that is? I agree. Um, I think I really enjoyed the writing for it. I think that the two main characters were actually pretty well developed. Definitely the most that I've liked Natalia Ritchie in, uh, one of, in a Hallmark movie. I really enjoyed her character and her portrayal. Um, but I did not think that this was the best fit for Ryan Pavey because I feel like the character was supposed to be this guy that 
was trying to act like he had it all together, but everybody could see that he didn't. And Ryan Pavey comes across as so like poised and suave all the time that I didn't quite buy it when he's supposed to be kind of like a a mess. And so when he would be saying he's okay, we weren't supposed to believe him, but I kind of did believe him. I feel like, you know what he really, I'm really surprised that he hasn't done yet is he hasn't done a royal movie. And I feel like he would be great in a royal movie yeah. if he could get the if he could get the if he has the accent. But I did I did agree they had great chemistry. The kiss in the middle was probably the best kiss I've seen this year on Hallmark. Uh, yeah, and, and even if he didn't have the accent, even because his voice has such a timbre to it that I think yeah, that it true. could feel royal, even if he didn't try to do an accent. But I agree, he definitely could do a royal movie. I I think that. He he came kind of close to it with the Darcy movies. Yeah, that, he's, he was basically a prince, and it, and it had like yeah. the same beats as a royal right, movie. Right. Yeah. But like he needs a real royal movie. Now this one had a lot of of product placement for Noom. Did it make you want oh, to go yeah. out and get Noom? I saw <laughs> yeah. that. I was like, I swear I saw that side before, and I think seeing commercials, I'm like, that's where I saw it. What they're telling us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they have the, the, what did you think of the different steps of the boot camp? There's the communications and there's the rope tests. There's the escape room. Do you think that that would help you? I agree. To a degree. I mean, it's about, part of it is about kind of rebuilding your confidence in yourself, not blaming yourself, kind of learning, you know, some communication skills for your next relationship and things like that. So I, and also, kind of, you know, closing the book by writing this letter, deciding whether to send it or burn it. It's like, do you really need to send it to this person or are you just done and you just have it, have that release for yourself? So I I definitely understood at least some of the, um, at least some of those steps. Yes. Jasmine, you think this would help you get over breakup? Um, yes and no. Well, yeah, kind of a little bit. It kind of like opened up as well, like those different steps and also gave us an insight of those other um, characters that are in these groups because, you know, sometimes you're in a group and only focus on that person who's initially in that group only, but you get to open up to other people and get to see their stories. Like how Helen is like her second time doing boot camp. Like the first time, you know, it was bad. I'm here second time ready to commit. And you kind of get to see, like, there are stories about talking about fear, like, why is fear not part of one of the weeks, where it's kind of like she's matching that fear. But for me, I'm had to be on the Helen tip, like, uh, let me do this twice. <laughs> and he'd be like, the, the, like, the, like, the newscaster, like, I'm going to burn this chair. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I was like, don't burn the chair. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, and I'm nice. surprised that that was her favorite chair. That didn't look look like a very comfortable chair. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would be nervous about doing the trust ball with these people. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I would trust them. <laughs> well, hopefully you'd, fa- you'd you'd have found like a friend or two that you did trust enough to do it with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would be a little. I guess she's actually a therapist. She's a, she had a PhD, right? Yeah. Yes. Because you want to be careful that you aren't. I feel like there's a. I feel like there's a lot of people offering like life coaching and and guidance and things like that. That like, do they really have the experience? You know, or like, you have to be careful about kind of where you 
where you set your emotional health. I think, uh, I, I think that all these people need therapy, (laughs) real therapy. Yeah. Uh, I also thought the whole relationship with her ex was very weird, was very weirdly done. The, I think that somebody like that, that they would take their ex to dinner to tell them that they were getting married. I feel like that's kind of a lot. I would just call, I mean, I would not expect my ex to take me to dinner to tell me that I'm getting remarried unless I had kids with them, then I could understand it. But just, I mean, I don't know. I thought that was a little awkward. It was, I, but I, but at least that was supposed to be awkward to me, at least. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cause she was yeah. telling him like the plague. She liked the old picture after telling her uh, clients, don't be stalking their uh, Instagram, but you're stalking your ex. Yeah. <laughs> like the old picture. I do wish in this in this case, I actually wish they had used the song, the Don't Go Breaking My Heart song. Oh, I, 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 I had Backstreet Boys in my mind when uh, when it was like, Don't Remember My Heart? So I was hard dancing. I was like, wait, stop. <laughs> it's not it. <laughs> I preferred the old title, I have to admit. I, I preferred when yeah. it, I, I would have preferred if it had just been Break Up Boot Camp. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know why they, who knows why they changed it the way they did. Because I, I think, I agree. I think that's better. But I don't know. I appreciated uh, the dialogue. I thought Nina did a great job between the two of them. The, and they, the way that their characters grew and changed through the course of the movie was, was pretty good. And I felt, it felt, felt authentic to me. And I just appreciated that it was willing to sort of dive into places that Hallmark hasn't ever done before. Uh, At least it's been a long time since they've had anything involving a breakup or someone trying to get over a breakup and I yeah, usually they're just good. completely over it right away if they are, right. if mm-hmm. there is one. And I yeah. also like that they kind of did, it was kind of equal time between the two of them. You know, I think feel like they were real co-leads mm-hmm. in That's this true. one. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So his art- article gets published and then she feels betrayed, uh, but eventually she's able to forgive because when she after she actually reads the article before she just yeah. you know she just heard that there was an article and you know. mm-hmm. cuz she says I would have done the PR I, why why did you do this and I mean I thought she kind of had a point that that you know it's not like she's trying to hide anything but uh, but then yeah she reads the article so what would you give this one out of 5 crowns what do you think Thaddeus I would give it 3.75 Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jasmine? Um, I would do a 3.9, but I'd have to add in that Ben was literally trying to take her out for pizza. Any chance he got, it didn't matter. I was like, he tried so hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he asked like five times throughout the movie about, and it's pizza, just pizza. It must have been some good pizza. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Or like the story yeah. he told of Dex, like, oh, I'm picking her here. And then we go up to up here to look over the city. I'm like. And plan out our lives. <laughs> We're going to look, look over the city and plan out our lives. Yeah. I give this one a four. I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was pretty solid. So, Have you got a Hallmarky, Hardy, Postable, or Sleuther in your life? Are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved one? Look no further than the Hallmarkies Podcast merch store. We have designs from artists like Jessica Miller and Carrie at Hallmark Comics. We At the store, you can declare your team, like hashtag Team Lucas or hashtag Team Nathan, 
And you can also have your hashtag shirts with hashtag postables, hashtag hardies, hashtag goodies. We've got the Love Me Like series where you can get designs such as Love Me Like Nick Loves Aurora. And there's also great stories beyond Hallmark like Anne and Gilbert from Anna Green Gables or even Han and Leia from Star Wars. And it's not just shirts, but notebooks, mugs, pillows, and cell phone cases. Your support of the merch store helps keep the podcast going, and we are so appreciative. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or follow the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Let's talk about One Perfect Wedding. And in this movie, we have our third in our One one Winter Trilogy. And they're having a struggle of getting connected because they're always traveling. And so they decide to have the wedding. And uh, they have it over a weekend. And then we also have Megan who ends up planning their wedding uh, for uh, Kara and Ben and uh, Sean is gone uh, and they end up having the wedding after much tribulation. There's also this sort of backstory with the people who ran the inn and uh, kind of going there. Uh, I don't know what we, we had a whole episode about the one winner trilogy. So I'll put that in the description. People can check it out. But this one for me was disappointing. I, I felt like their marriage was actually in a really weak spot to start off this couple we've been invested in. Now they're going to, they're going to go and spend all this time apart from each other and they can barely make time to get married. And uh, and then I thought it was a, it was a mistake to have. I think they should have just waited until they could have had Duchesne there, and that he could have been there. Because I just I don't think it really worked to do the virtual proposal. Um, I don't know. It just I felt like it was a disappointing place to end our characters. I didn't hate it. I liked the people so much that it was okay, I guess. But it was disappointing. Uh, what do you think, Jasmine? To be honest, I kind of, I definitely agree with you because when it came out during this time frame for Spring Fling, I'm like, this is not a Spring Fling movie. Like, this is like mm-hmm. winter time. And originally, the title was called uh, One Winter Wedding. And I sat here like, why we're having it? I understand there's still snow, you know, paying off some part of the spring, but I'm like, no, this is, this feels out of place. Um, like, and- like, the actor for Sean should have been in the movie. Could have waited a little bit longer, like they did other movies. But like, yeah. like we should not be named. That came out last fall. That's in twenty years. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's. I feel like so much where they could have. I feel like the story could have been a little bit more better. Where they could have tied it in where the uh, the mystery story about the hotel owners who maybe got married, who built the resort, who got married there, could tie in yeah. with yeah. their story. I think that would have been a lot better. And also the the whole thing of him keeping the secret of buying the the inn, I didn't really make sense to me. Like you're getting married. She's gonna need to know if you're making this huge purchase. I I don't know. I thought that was not the best. Yeah, so for me, 
I agree. I really, really, really enjoyed the first two parts of this series. This one was okay. It was fine. But, you know, if you if you put if you were to watch all three of them together, you would leave the third one feeling disappointed. And I agree that they should have waited until um, Duchesne was available to make this movie. I feel like that mystery subplot was probably added you know, when they realized that they could, that Duchesne wasn't available. So they couldn't do uh, an actual story for Sean and Megan is what I, that's my thought. Yeah. Behind that. um, and, the, and this, then in this whole subplot of like, you know, um, Kara being suspicious and Ben, like always having to keep these secrets just didn't really make sense. Like he's not, he hasn't been up to anything nefarious. He's been, doing some some silly things but i don't understand why she's like so suspicious and making a big deal out of, of of things and him if you know that your you know wife well future wife in this case doesn't like surprises and secrets just don't do it i just it yeah. was just so stupid to me so i didn't really enjoy that and the other thing that was really egregious was he in the first movie he says that he learned how to ski with his brother at at the um, lodge. Now all of a sudden there's no brother and he has his sister. And I was really confused. So, so many unanswered yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. I, I mean, do they think we're stupid that we don't notice these things? I think they might. Especially I think we forgot because... to watch the other movies before doing the third one. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, most I, mean people, I liked that actress playing the sister. I thought that yeah. she was good, but you're right. <laughs> Especially, you know, most of a lot of people that really enjoyed the first two, when the third one comes out, you're going to watch the first, you're going to rewatch the first two. Yeah. So, you know, that wasn't the best. And I was kind of trying to finagle a way to make it work. Like maybe, you know, we know that the father said, I was like, well, maybe like the father and the brother died in a car accident. And then, and the sister's like much younger. So that kind of would have worked with the story. But then they said the father got sick. So I was like, okay, they just didn't even try. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the whole thing with the wedding dress was kind of funny, but the the that they could get the dress that soon is probably is highly unrealistic uh, but yeah. uh that she ended up wearing her mother's dress was sweet in the end i think yeah even though i w- it was a bit of a surprise that the father is going to bring the bring the mother's dress with him and she and he was supposed and she was supposed to like you know stitch in part of the dress even mm-hmm. though she hadn't even gotten the dress even though she, you know, it just didn't make sense, but wow, we've left the, left this movie with both of the couples feeling very shaky. Like I don't see these relationships working. Which is such a bummer. Well, at least with Sean, with um, Sean and Megan, I kind of did because she was arranging to, um, you know, work was going to keep her job and work virtually. She was going to go to Africa or wherever he was and they were going to get married because they could only have their spouses for whatever reason there. So they were going to get married. She was going to stay with him and still keep her job. So at least they probably had a better shot than Ben and Kara. Mm-hmm. I totally just agree. Spending all this time apart and I don't know, it just feels, it, it wasn't as romantic as it should have been. Cause the last one was so romantic. I thought, yeah, but yeah, so this one I am going to give 2.75 crowns to. What about you, Thaddeus? 
I'm going to give it three. Okay. And Jasmine? I'm going to give it a three because the only reason I gave it a three is because um, Megan's outfits were bomb the whole entire, the whole entire movie. That's the only reason that saved, got, got to a three because it only was a 2.5. Mm-hmm. Megan's outfit saved the day. The hair saved the day. She saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we had As Luck Would Have It. And this is our story in Ireland. And this has uh, Joanna Garcia Swisher and Alan Leach. And it's uh, Claire Niederpum directing and writer Christine Conrad and Audrey Schulman. And it is Lindsay travels to Ireland to acquire land that is perfect for a resort. She decides to enter the town's world-renowned matchmaking festival to prove her investment in the community and win over a handsome local. And so Thaddeus, what do you think of this one overall? So I thought that the scenery was absolutely beautiful. Um, I really liked both leads. I thought that they had great chemistry. I think that Joanna Garcia is just perfect for Hallmark. She needs to be in like a bunch mm-hmm. every year. Um, but I, the story I didn't really grab me. I felt like it was kind of slow in the pacing. Um, I, I, I feel like I really enjoyed it the first time, but then the second time around, it was a little bit more of a chore to get through. So, But I, but I will say still overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I basically have the same response. I liked their chemistry. I liked Ireland. But we had just recently done the one with Merritt Patterson and uh, Jack Turner on, on Friendship. So that was fresh in my mind. And it's almost exactly the same as this. Um, but this but this wasn't as good as that, in my opinion, at least. And I, I actually fell asleep. And I, had to, and I woke up and I had to rewind it. <laughs> that middle part was pretty pretty slow and yeah. but i liked the two of them together and i liked ireland was very pretty so mm-hmm. overall what do you think jasmine of this one i don't know actually at first i was like i'm not gonna like this this looks weird like i feel like it should have been air like right before about like right before um st patrick's day or some odd reason but mm-hmm. as I like, started watching it, I was like, wow, like, I actually would want to do like a festival like this. Like, sign me up. Let me meet the people from around the world. Let's, you know, the, the scenery mm-hmm. was gorgeous. Like, the architecture of everything. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I understand. Like, the small town for like preser- pre- preservation of like different like castles and buildings. I'm like, I'm down for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was definitely the strength of it. Yeah. And, you see Joanna Garcia with her beautiful blue, beautiful blue, what am I saying? Beautiful green dress. She looked great. And you have him being pretty bratty to start out the movie. Yeah. And him putting and salt in her bread and stuff like that. Yeah. And I didn't really understand it because, you know, the it was up to the town council to decide whether, they, whether she got that property. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they're in... Or, or at least at the beginning of the movie, it was they weren't making it seem like they had to sell. And so I didn't understand why he was just so upset with her that she was going to make an offer to the council. Um, but I but I really just couldn't get get on board with this. Oh, we're going to tear down this seven year old, seven hundred year old castle. Just yeah, you know. To, that seemed ridiculous. I why on earth? I mean, you could use that for so many things. The idea they're going to tear it down for a. a what a golf course or something? I mean, it's ridiculous. It was going to be a resort. I was waiting for them to say condos. I was just waiting. 
<laughs> yeah. It reminded me of that people. one, that one with, uh, um, <gasps> the, uh, what was it called? Um, with think- Peter Porte. Oh yeah. Oh they, yes. Um, was so I forgot what that one was called. And they're just like, we're going to tear down that castle for a golf course. <laughs> what? Who would do that? <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah. Then they have the whole thing with the clotter ring, um, mm-hmm. which was fun. I enjoyed that. And then, yeah. Oh, I was going to say Go one ahead. nice touch that I thought was kind of interesting was you know, she went. To, she wanted to go see her grandmother's childhood home because her grandmother was from Ireland, mm-hmm. and it wasn't there. And I, I was sure. I, I don't think Hallmark usually does that, where it's just not there, and you just have to have, you know, have that moment where you're like, you know, she used to live here, even, and this, and I'm connected to this mm-hmm. place, even though the physical house isn't there. I actually like yeah. that moment for them. That was good, and I liked the sort of lore of Ireland being used, the magic of the cliffs of Moher, that was fun. I didn't know when I This movie definitely wanted me to, made me want to go to see Ireland. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> and then I literally, um, I laughed because she was talking about how like, what stories do you tell? Like, you know, what kind of mystical like, stories like about mermaids, stuff like that. I just bust out laughing. I was like, once upon a time, I already know, Ariel. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I love the films by a director named Tom Moore. There's the animated films and they're all steeped in Irish lore. And so I'd actually, in one of his movies, Song of the Sea, he goes into the, the Cliffs of Moher and the mythology there so i'd actually heard of some of this before and the the whole myth of the silky and everything like that those are such great movies you should check them out uh but uh but yeah i that was fun for me i also enjoyed the dancing i thought that was a very good scene when they were dancing i love her coming back from that she you know she like he was surprised i was like you know i I know i know some stuff <laughs> like he didn't know yeah. that she's part Irish. It was kind of like you know he she had like a, a one up above him after their first encounter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. So, what would you give this one, one to five crowns? What do you think, Jasmine? Mm, I want to say a three point five because I love how they were kind of playing off like the you know preserving but at the same time she learned about her history within the castle within her own family i really thought that she had ties to the castle i was really upset with homer i'm like give me give her ties to the castle damn it yeah that would have been fun uh, <laughs> yeah what, i would have liked you, that too yeah yeah what do you think that is um i'm gonna I'm going to say 3.25 because the first on the first watch, it was 3.5, but then the second watch, it was just three. So 3.25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll give it a 3.5. Uh, I'd be willing to give it another watch, uh, even though it did make me fall asleep. <laughs> and that middle part did kind of drag. Yeah, but, it know. did. All right. So then we had right in front of me, and this was this last weekend. And it's Janelle Parrish and Marco Gazzini, directed by Linda Lisa Hader and written by Julie Sherman Wolf. And it is Carly gets a second chance at romance with her college crush, but isn't sure how to impress him until her new friend Nick starts giving her advice. Soon she learns who the right man for her really is. And this one's an interesting one for me because I feel like if I told the plot, people would be like, that sounds really 
really generic and not very good. And they wouldn't be wrong. Like, this is not like a new plot. But I love this movie. I thought it was so good. I really liked the chemistry. And I really liked the fact that Anthony Connecty was the other guy. He was very swoon-worthy in it. And it, it just wasn't a, a match. But there was nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And he, he was great, I thought. And I I loved all the food. And that was very escapist, I thought. I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Uh, what did you think, Jasmine, about this one? This one, I would say, is like one of my favorites out of the whole spring fling. Like, I was really hesitant at first. I'm like, mm, I don't know about this. And I didn't get like enough like info about like, you know, oh, about like, you know, boy meets girl or, you know, how that crush situation. But as I kept watching, I'm like, wow, like, I love this movie. Like, yeah. It was like the first, I guess, everybody was tweeting about it, like, about that last night. Like, guys, we just got our first, like, two, like, Filipino leads, guys. I'm like, oh, crap, mm-hmm. we just did. <laughs> and not just Filipino leads, but, like, they let the culture come out, like, in all yes. the food and in more than, so it wasn't just them being leads and then being in a white movie. Like, they let the culture show, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down the food that he makes this long date section where he's cooking for her. And Anthony connected. He's like, I'm not that adventurous of an eater. And uh, he makes torte, excuse me in advance for saying things wrong. I apologize. But tortang talonga cakes. And this is eggplant crab cakes topped with bagoon tomatoes. And then they had quinolao bites. This is tuna ceviche stuffed with taro chips with cilantro. And tinola dumplings, chicken and ginger filled with pickled trio, with a pickled trio side. And then glazed chicken adobo, fi- fried rice in a banana leaf. What do you think? Do you think, uh, do you think Thaddeus, that sounds like a meal you'd like or No. So this movie definitely wanted me made me want to check out Filipino food. I've never yeah. had Filipino food. I was intrigued. I wanted it, um, and I and, and I really enjoyed this movie um, as well for like a lot of the reasons that you that you said. Um, I I always tend to enjoy like the friends to lovers stories. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm able to usually identify. I really identified with her character about like she was in college, but she was kind of focused on her work. So you know, those people that she didn't really get to become as close with them. Mm-hmm. I also really enjoyed um, liked how they handled the whole situation with her and Anthony Konechny and Brandy Alexander as like his ex. And you could kind of see like it, when they were in scenes together, when all three of them were in scenes together, he would kind of always have his, you know, have his attention kind of divided between the two of them. So you could kind of tell that he was torn, but he was, you know, trying to focus more on um, Janelle Parrish's character. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I enjoyed yeah. this movie. I mean, I would be annoyed if I were her friend who would, she'd come to visit and then she's spending all this time helping people out with their wedding and spending time with this guy. I, but she seemed cool with it, so I guess it's fine. Yeah, yeah she well, and I did, I was kind of surprised that her friend wasn't involved in any of the of the wedding stuff because she was all she also went to school with all of them. So and yeah. she works and she's managing the hotel. Maybe she was just busy managing the hotel. So she was just glad that she had something to do to entertain herself while she's working. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I thought that it was nice to have sort of a fresh take on second chance romance 
because it wasn't really second chance romance. It was like a second of check, second chance romance, but then actually it was Nick who's the love interest. So it was yeah. it was you good. Know, it was interesting in that you could actually see what the second chance would look like. It would be the reverse. And Brandy Alexander's character would have been the protagonist. And she would have mm-hmm. seen those two kind of getting together and trying and trying to build up the courage to kind of, I guess, um, go back and have the second chance romance. So it was real. So I, I liked it from that way because, you know, nobody was painted as like a bad person. It was, they were all nice um, people who, you know, some were, were right for one it wasn't wasn't right for the other so i really really enjoyed that yeah uh, what do you think jasmine would you want to eat this meal actually i would because i love food like i love trying different food like you know more than once i love filipino food i used to grow up in the bay area so we you know, i was exposed to different cultures you know from filipino food you know hispanic like a different type of food so it would just you know i felt they're like just give me all the food, okay? Mm-hmm. Give me the Filipino empanadas. Let me let me taste it. Yes. Yeah. That's the same. I mean, I do have my limits. I'm not eating blue, which is the fertilized duck eggs of uh, <laughs> the <laughs> fermented fertilized duck eggs in Filipino food. I'm not eating that. But everything that they had in this meal, I'm <laughs> I think I'd be a fan of. It looked good, and it was cute that uh, that he gave her the dessert because she says that she likes to do dessert at home. And she with got the that small fork. Yeah, with the with the little fork. And then later on he names his restaurant Little Fork. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like that too. Fork. That was a nice job. Tiny fork, yeah. That was cute. The, the logo was super cute. And I was when I saw her like get the little fork, I was like, look guys, it's a mini beagle hopper. It just like <laughs> took me back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I did think that it was kind of weird the uh the whole thing with her being allergic to sesames, because if you're allergic to sesames, like you don't just like, she just had like a weird kind of line on her neck. Like it wasn't even like they, I'm surprised they didn't have her like need an EpiPen or something. I guess that's getting too dark for a homework, but that is not an accurate depiction of someone that an allergy with a sesame allergy. I don't think. And it was weird. (laughs) She said she breaks out in hive, just hive, not hives with an S. And she she only did have one spot, so yeah, I guess she knew what she was talking about. It was just a hive. Yeah, because yeah, someone had posted online about like you know about like the I guess the um, sesame seeds like the breakout. I forgot what it was called, but you know mm-hmm. you, you can't have like alert like a small breakout and stuff like that, or it could be deadly depending on like your you know your system and everything. Yeah, and but I do agree with her. I'm a big fan of anything with a skewer. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know it's gonna be good. Like, I love how, like, he remembers all the little things. Like, you know, she's like, she's like a little small fork. Like, it was just like, mm-hmm. I was a guy after my own heart. Like, if you can remember those small little details like that, okay, you're really the one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've always loved the movie in the movie Mermaids when oh, yeah. that's Cher's thing in there and she only cooks uh, appetizers. <laughs> like, that's the way to look. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, I, what do you think of her dress that she designs? This black dress. Did you like it? So for me, I didn't. Know, I thought that it was a faux pas to wear black dresses to weddings. Me too. Yeah, and I just didn't like it. It was not a very flattering dress, in my opinion. Like it was cute, but not for the wedding. 
Yeah. I thought it was nice for like, like a that... cocktail, a cocktail yeah. banquet or something, mm -hmm. but not for a wedding. Personally. Just with the with that sheer overlay is what I didn't really like very much. And I don't know she's just so beautiful. It wasn't my favorite dress, but uh, but yeah, uh, I I really liked the whole dynamic between Anthony Connecticut, her and uh, Marco Guzzini, who is so dreamy. <laughs> He's great. Mm -hmm. I well, hope he does lots more Hallmark movies. I think he should. I mean, he really—he was like the when I first noticed him was in the story of us, where his and Zibby Allen's kind of secondary romance upstaged the main romance to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I thought the whole scene with her eating the wings was really funny. It was oh really yes, that yeah. was a. Uh, hilarious like they were literally sweating they were literally choking give us I, the milk yes it <laughs> reminded me of this. yeah reminded me of my father one time when he went to those places one of those places with the really hot wings he had to like sign this waiver before he would could try them and things like that because kind of i i would be the ones with the milk i can't handle very much heat at all so uh well also, okay yeah, go, go ahead, ahead. So I was like, the other, the other thing I really liked was kind of the running gag with like the chef and, you know, how Marco Grazzini was trying to like try all these different things at the restaurant. He should have yeah. been fired, to be honest. He really should have been fired. So, But that's what he needed to kind of get him going to start his own restaurant and not, mm -hmm. you know, worry about what other people thought. I'm talking about that busboy, though. It will be the busboy. Yeah. <laughs> I think mean, he got paid, though. I'm like, really, busboy? Unless you're trying to be a chef? That's the only reason that you could like out me if you're trying to be a chef and move up. That's the only yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, Chef uh, Edward was kind of the worst. Yeah, but it was he funny was to me. Awful, but yeah. <laughs> so I would give this one. Um, I'm gonna give it four point two five. It's my oh, favorite wow. of the group. Yeah, my favorite of the group. What about you? Thaddeus. I'm going to give it 3.5, and this was my number two behind Don't mm -hmm. Go Break Breaking My Heart. I really yeah. enjoyed this yeah. one. They were my favorite, too. Jasmine, what about you? This will be a 4.5. Oh, wow. Y'all really like, literally, like this Like, one. literally, like, this was, like, literally, like, the top favorite out of the whole bunch. Okay. I thought it was really good. And, like I said, if I were to explain the plot... There's not, I couldn't really defend it, but I just thought it well that executed. it executed so well. I loved the the script and I thought that the chemistry was really good. And I just loved the fact that they made Anthony Kennedy's character so likable. You don't usually get to see that in these. And I hope that he keeps doing Hallmark movies because he had a bit of a gap there. He was in a bunch in 2018 and then we haven't seen him for a little while. He, he'd been in LA, so maybe he's back yeah. in Canada so you so, can do some more, more movies anthony connected <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll give him a lead eventually yeah yeah yes yes i would love to see one with her as the lead because she's great and Danny Calica. Her and Danny Calica. yeah i loved the interview that we had with claire filippo i thought that was really fun so yeah. i was rooting for her especially because she told us that she hated wearing that wedding dress so every time i saw her <laughs> i was laughing poor thing but there we go this was so much fun thank you so much for coming on the podcast i really appreciate it and talk about these movies let us know if you're listening what your favorites were and what you would give all of these movies and uh, thaddeus how can people find you 
well, you should become patrons of the Hallmarkies podcast yes. and you can find me on the on the um, Facebook group. Yes, please do. And like I said, we have our big Q and A with Mary Lou Henner coming up, so that's going to be an incredible opportunity. Only two dollars a month to participate. So, but all that information's in the description. Uh, Jasmine, how about you? How can people follow you? Let's see. You can follow me on my main at um, Shereem16. That's usually where I'm at half the time. Either, you know, posting out what movies are coming out or what I'm watching. Right now, I'm doing a countdown to, you know, ACMs right now. So, you know, I'm gearing up. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good Twitter feed. Y'all should definitely follow. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast on Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really, really, really need those. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We have our Patreon group, as we said, and we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun Hallmark-inspired designs. So please take a look at that. And thanks again, everybody. And we will talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.